0: Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Dear friends, welcome to the second Sunday of the year. The Christmas events have come to conclusion with the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ last Monday. Jesus' baptism launched him into the public ministry. Soon after that, on Tuesday, we started reading from the Gospel of Mark. They said he spoke with authority he will command the devil to be quiet. And there was serenity. He spoke with authority. He did a lot of healing, beginning the Gospel of Mark. He started his public ministry. And as Christians, our baptism launched us into ministry. That the minimum qualification to preach the gospel is your baptism. So, a Christian that is baptized is a Christian on mission. And our mission is to preach the gospel. Our mission is to preach the gospel. And today, being the second Sunday, the sun has set the tune for our reflection. Here am I, Lord. I have come to do your will. Just starting the year, I think this theme is very, very important for our reflection. That if we don't do the will of the Lord, whose will will you do? Is it the devil's will? He will not reward you. For those that do the will of God, they have a reward after. But the devil will just deceive us and leave us nowhere. The will of the Lord, in all ramification, should be what we should be pursuing. He said, not my will, but your own will. Even when he was praying that the cup should be taken away, not my will, but your own will. And so, this is the theme that cuts across our readings But the first, the second, and the gospel reading, there is nothing that we can do to please God, our Creator, than to do his will. He does not need burnt offerings. He does not need Holocaust. What can we give to the Lord that will suffice than to do his will? Therefore, doing his will should be our prerogative. The prophet Isaiah in the first reading, Israel is imaged as the servant. The servant of Yahweh, the Messiah, was born. and God had appointed Israel to manifest his salvation to all the nations of the world. And through Israel, the light was expected to be extended to all nations. Appointed Israel to be the light to all nations. That through them, the light will be shown to other nations. And if Israel must be effective people that will give the light to others, they must do the will of God. The will of God is paramount in whatever we do. In St. Paul's, in the second reading, is called to be an apostle of the gospel. The task of an apostle is not his own will, but the will of the one who has appointed him. And this was fulfilled in St. Paul's mission to the Gentiles. He made tremendous sacrifices to extend the frontiers of the gospel to the Gentile nations. St. Paul paid a price for preaching the gospel. He fought the good fight. He did his bit, though a late comer, but he said he had to work hard going to the Gentile world in order to preach the gospel, writing how many letters he did his bit in doing the will of God. And I think he has handed the mantle over to us, you and myself. We are the pulse of our own time. We are expected to preach the gospel, do the will of God, in every circumstances. In the Gospel, John the Baptist, the forerunner, caught a glimpse of Jesus and made the profound confession, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. From the onset, John acknowledges the reality of Jesus' redemptive mission that geared towards doing the will of the Lord. Very, very surprising that he will address Jesus in such a way that God has already revealed to John the mission Jesus was coming to accomplish. And to be addressed as the Lamb of God, you know the implication. He's going to be slaughtered, give his life, as a ransom for you and myself. In the Old Testament, lambs we are used for sacrifice. Before the Jewish Passover, God instructed Moses that the lamb without blemish be slaughtered by each Jewish family on the eve of the Exodus from Egypt. This was the most momentous event in Jewish history. According to the story of the Passover in Exodus chapter 12, the Jews marked their doorpost with the blood of the Lamb, and this sign spared them from destruction. Since the fall of Adam and Eve, God promised salvation to humanity. There was no animal that could suffice to expiate the sins of the world. The prophet Isaiah prophesied that the Lord has led him to carry the iniquity of all. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5 to 6. That the single offering that Jesus met on the cross, the bloody offering when he was crucified, takes away the sins of the world. John employed this imagery of the Lamb of God to reveal Jesus' salvific mission of offering one single sacrifice that takes the sins of the whole world. There is no other sacrifice anymore that can be offered. This sacrifice fulfilled the will of the Father. Of serving the world. Now, when Jesus came to the temple, he realized morning changers, he realized the pigeon sailors, he realized people of different sorts were hovering around the temple because they came in order to make offerings in the temple. And to make sacrifice, they need to buy is it the dove, is it the lambs, is it whatever people traveling from all parts in order to come for worship. The temple became a trading ground because they want to offer sacrifice. Jesus offered one. Therefore, we are not here with our pigeons. We are not here with our lambs. We have come to offer to repeat the bloody sacrifice on the table of the Lord that Jesus offered one single one. There is no need for you to go to buy a pigeon anymore because Jesus had given himself as ransom for all of us. This one single sacrifice suffices for our sins, for the expiation of our sins. And Jesus will clearly say, I have come to do the, to do the will of the father who sent me. This was always his slogan, not my will, but the will of the father. No matter how bitter it was, he denied his will to the father. His was to please the father and not any other person. When he was praying at the Garden of Gethsemane, he went and came back, if it please you take away this cup, but not my will, but your own will. In the Our Father who said, Thy will be done on earth. Thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. At the end of his public ministry, Christ willingly offered himself to be crucified on the cross to save the world by fulfilling the will of the Father. Doing the will of the Lord does not come on a silver platter, yet it is the surest way to happiness. That is not easy to do the will of the Lord. It will take us to the cross We have to deny ourselves, carry our own crosses, and then follow after him. And I think this is what our mother Mary did. When the angel visited her, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. The Lord has found favor in you. You are to bear a child, and this is the name you will give unto him. How would that happen? I am not married. The Holy Spirit will do that. Even your kinswoman Elizabeth, in her sixth month, she is carrying a baby boy. For nothing is impossible with him, the Father in heaven. And she said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it to me according to your will. And that concluded the matter. She surrendered her will to the will of the Father. From nowhere, Joseph didn't know anything, and they came and said that the wife has taken in, and therefore he said, Me, since I am a man of integrity, secretly I will not go there again. I will abandon her to shame. And the angel visited him in the night. Joseph, take that woman. The pregnancy is of the Holy Spirit. And that he was a man of integrity, he took his wife because he surrendered himself to the will of the Father. Doing the will of the Father could be very, very painful, but it's rewarding. When we do the work of the devil... We end in shame, no reward for us, disgrace. But God will certainly, is painful his will, but is rewarding. And likewise, even John the Baptist we read about today, the man that will go to the desert and be preaching, repent, for the kingdom of God is close at hand. He prepared the stage and yet couldn't see the end of the drama. He is the one that introduced Jesus that this is the Lamb of God. He didn't see how Jesus was hanging on the cross. He did the will of God, and he was killed at the end of the day, he gave his life to ransom. He gave his life for telling the truth, doing the will of the Lord in a world of many ideologies, in a world of relativism, relativism, in a world in which people carry different opinions, the only thing that can save us is the will of God because we will have conflicting opinions on matters, matters of faith when you talk about The woman will say, your body is your body. What is the will of God in this matter? The will of the Lord should stand as our prerogative. Should stand before any other one. In whatever office you occupy, even in your family, if leadership will be easy for you, let the will of the Lord be done in your family. We should surrender our wills to the the Lord's will. And when we talk about the will of the Lord, we are talking about justice. We are talking about truth, because God is truth, justice, whatever that has to do with love, faith, doing the right thing. And the right thing is always difficult. Making sacrifices until we end on the cross, there is no sacrifice that is too much. Until it takes us to Calvary, doing the will of the Lord. And so today, we are being challenged. Just beginning the year, if we must succeed, the will of the Lord should be at the fore in whatever we do. In our workplace, in our families, and wherever we may find ourselves, even as a priest. The devil is competing. He brings his ideologies, and then this is God's will, and this is the devil's will. And the devil's will is always easy. But we shouldn't go for the easy way. We must follow after him. And anyone that wants to follow him must carry his cross. And that is the will of God for us. We need to discern the will of God in whatever we are doing. And so we pray, as we are just starting the year, that we shall walk hard to follow after his footsteps. Here am I, Lord, I have come to do your will, and that the will of the Lord shall be our will. At the end of it all, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. What are we going to sacrifice for others? What can we sacrifice for others to benefit others? He gave his life to benefit the salvation of the world. You too, me too, we have so much to sacrifice in order to make life good for other people. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.StAnneAZ.org. Again, that's www.StAnneAZ.org. St. St. Anne, pray for us.